What is up, everybody? Welcome to Climb Ladder for episode 174, presented by Watch Up Network. I'm your co-host, Hunter, and the twins are back together for what seems like the first time in a while. Dunk is on the other side of the screen here, and we are excited to be back together. We hope you guys all got caught up on the last few episodes um, from episode 170 to 173, and now we are in the midst of the World Series. As always, we are brought to you by our sponsor, The Great PNW. Head on over to thegreatpnw.com and use code CLIMB20. That's CLIMB20 for 20% off your order. And as always, let's climb the ladder. It's good to be back um, right in the midst of the World Series. It's currently game five, so we'll see what happens as we record tonight. But, yeah, excited to be back and uh, catch up a little and especially talk some baseball since we're looking at the end of the season here. Yeah, I can't believe it. We're uh, game five right now of the series. It could end tonight as we're uh, as we're talking Um it's the what inning is it? Um, I just I had to refresh, but I think it's the fourth or fifth. Oh yeah, looks like okay. Uh, well, if you everybody clicks the forward forward fifteen on their uh, podcast because it's the top of the sixth right now. <laughs> um, I have my uh, dual monitors, um, which is great for work, but I have my big screen TV. Uh, in the living space of the my upstairs attic. So I actually can't see the TV while I'm sitting at my desk, which for anybody listening from TGE um, will appreciate that. But right now I cannot watch the game at the same time. If I did the flipped monitor like up and down, mm-hmm. so maybe by the time March Madness rolls around, I'll do that. Yeah, good move. Um so what do you think? We're in game five. Obviously, the Rangers are up three to one and could win it tonight and close out the 2023 season. Um, but thoughts leading up to this point, uh, Diamondbacks have had some really good flashes, but obviously the Rangers have been dominant um, kind of all around. What do you think? Where are we at? And um, if we move on from game five, where do we go from here? Yeah, I mean, um I like the Diamondbacks at home tonight. Um, it's November 1st, 2023 for anybody listening a little bit after the fact. Um, but the Diamondbacks are at home. I kind of like it mostly because I want to see the series keep going. I think it's really good with these teams that haven't been here for a while, um, especially the Diamondbacks. I saw all these fun stats uh, comparing the 2001 Diamondbacks to the 2023 Diamondbacks. Um, mm. Randy Johnson was there. Um, and it talks about like all the comparisons, like in 01 and 23, uh, pitcher killed a bird. In 01 and 23, George Bush threw out the first pitch. 
So just like things like that. I don't know. It's just a fun series. I feel like mostly because I think a lot of people didn't expect it. Um, but just seeing the talent on both sides and I think the underrated Diamondbacks kind of going for the underdog, even though I went into this like, oh, yeah, I'll take the Rangers because the M's played them tough all year. Um, so I don't know. As of tonight, 0-0 in the sixth. Um, I think it's going to be low scoring and come right down to it. Maybe a, a one or two run uh, win is going to be all. Um the runs are going to come late, and I could see the Diamondbacks bringing the series up to 3-2 at home tonight. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the Diamondbacks just up to the fifth inning here have been close, um, but they keep stranding runners, so it's going to help. They've got to convert at some point. Um, they're they're definitely getting the hits. The Rangers are pitching well, but the Diamondbacks are the ones with the higher number in the hits column so far tonight, so... If they I do want to around, it'll help. I do want to touch on that um, because Nathan Evaldi, I had him on my fantasy baseball team all season, and then, I mean, I finished at five hundred. I was ten, ten, and one, which I was very happy with. I think I would have squeaked out a couple more. Evaldi was my ace. Um, and he went down in July and that injury was mm. tough. So he came back at the right time. Um, but I'm, you know, not to talk about fantasy, but he is one of the best in the game. And I mean, he's showing it tonight. He's shown it before, uh, in these playoffs, but to go up against him, I mean, that's ultimately what could solidify it tonight. I think. Yeah, it's been fun, um, and I think a couple of the difference makers, if the Diamondbacks can squeak one out tonight, are Cattell Marte, who is a former Mariner. Um, he's been absolutely amazing to watch. He uh, set the postseason record with 21 games straight uh, in the postseason with a hit, and he's just been their electric factor. Um, Gary L. Jr. has also been amazing. His hair is crazy if you see him without his hat yeah. or his helmet on. It's like long, <laughs> like spiky purple hair. Um, but he's been amazing both in the field and at the plate. So I'm rooting for the Diamondbacks tonight just so that we can keep the series going. Um, I honestly don't have too strong of a preference who wins, but staying in the uh, staying in the lane of the AL West, seeing the Rangers squeak one out um, would be good, but overall just excited that it's been a good series yeah um another one that we have to mention is uh our beloved paul seawald who we lost in that trade that ended up really great on both sides i mean i think we as mariners fans got some surprising production out of the um the handful that we got from arizona and then now you know paul seawald finds himself uh on the biggest stage and in the postseason so far, um, he has one win. He's at a two ERA, um, and he has nine inning innings pitched across nine games with fourteen strikeouts. So, um, I mean, good for him. He's he's getting it done. I don't know. He pitched the other night. I don't know when he is throwing again. Um, but yeah, I mean, really fun to watch him 
get that success with Arizona. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to see Seawald because he went from the Mariners. I mean, it's crazy in baseball how you can play on two or three teams within the same season. But um, I did see Seawald, and he gave up a late one. I think he was in game one, if I remember right. Um, but, I mean, cool to see him even have an opportunity to pitch. He was awesome for us. And I think he's been a big reason, and I think there's been a lot of those types that aren't superstars but they've been enough to help the Diamondbacks get to this point yeah definitely um and then one last one I mentioned it last week and I'll say it again this week just in case anybody didn't tune in to 173 yet um but he's up to bat right now Evan Longoria uh, um just a cool story for him uh, being 15 years apart of going to the series, but, um, yeah, just, just good for him. It looks like right now Valdi is, uh, he's at 93 pitches in the sixth. So I imagine he'll finish out the sixth. Um, and unless he gets this out, uh, with the 95th pitch, I don't imagine he'll come back in the seventh. So good outing by him. Um, and again, um, it could be over any pitch now, but uh, zero runs uh, in this outing for him would be huge. Oh, it just popped up. He has a 10 and one team record when he in games that he starts in the postseason. That's wow. impressive. <laughs> yeah, one thing I would say on the pitching for both sides, they said, um, in the fourth inning of this of game five, that this was the least amount of pitchers used through four innings of game five, I think, um, for as far back as they have those stats. So wow. good pitching duel tonight, but it's been crazy to see some of the pitch counts get worked up so early. Um, oh, I forget who it was in game one or two, but someone came out and they were looking good in the first at the beginning of the first, it, like right out of the gate through thrown strikes. And then all of a sudden it was the third inning and they were at like 80 pitches. And I was like, holy crap, they're just getting worked. And I think they ended up going through a handful of relievers for the rest of the game. So it really shows that you got to have the depth in the bullpen. And I think that'll come out tonight as the starters are looking like they're going to be replaced if they haven't already. And, um, it's really going to be an offensive battle tonight. Yeah, really. I mean, um, that's what we're seeing is it's going to come down to whoever gets the one, maybe two. Um, but yeah, it looks like that, that game one, um, is the one that went to 11, uh, which was cool to start off the series with some free baseball. Um, and the Rangers got that one six, five, um, that one, I was looking for the pitching. Um, I mean, maybe we're past it, but. Um, oh, yeah. Avaldi started that for the Rangers and then Zach Gallen for the Diamondbacks. Um, oh, yeah. So they're both back tonight, which is. So they're both back tonight. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Get the chance to go twice in the World Series. Not a lot of people can even say that they've gone once, so. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, 
We uh, won't keep this one too long because we'll definitely have some updates for episode 175 next week uh, with the conclusion of the World Series. Um, Hope everybody is enjoying watching it. Quick uh, NCAA update um, and uh, then a quick Hawks overview because Duncan and I both have some fresh babies to get back to, uh, (laughs) some snuggles waiting for us. So, Dunk, the Broncos got a huge win over Mountain West opponents, uh, the Wyoming Cowboys, who went into this game at 5-2. and two. Yeah, and the Cowboys have actually been up there with um, Air Force, with Fresno State. There's been some good Mountain West teams that we're not used to. Um, UNLV is even having a good season. San Diego State's not having a good season. So the Mountain West has kind of been – Turned on its head, but um, this was an absolute must win. If there's any salvaging the season, um, I forget what we're sitting at now, but I think we're four and four on the season. Um, you might have it in front of you. Yep. But yeah, four I, I got to watch that game. And that was a must win because, I mean, going falling to three and five, but especially to a Wyoming team that we beat almost every year. Um, especially when it matters. It's always been tough against Wyoming. So to have them come in on the blue, um, I did see that we're one of the few schools in the country who is, um, we're over 100% capacity for the stadium through all of our home games so far. That um, is cool. With only a handful higher than 100%. So we have great attendance. Um, and this one, I mean, there's a lot of people too. Great weather for it on Saturday. And the Broncos played well. Um, I think that it was a little bit of hope for the Bronco Nation, but I I do worry because we have a two-quarterback system. Um, Ashton Gentry went out, and George Hwani did come back and actually had a great game. So we've just got a little bit of inconsistency going on. Um, it worries me that we're playing Maddox Madsen, who got named Mountain West Freshman of the Week again for the second time this season, but then we'll also throw in Taylor green for a rush here and there. And I think he had one or two rushing touchdowns inside the five yard line because we'll just throw them in at the end. So to me, it feels like if Madsen is good enough to play, we got to give it to him and let green transfer. Um, But otherwise, if we want to stick with green, we've got to give Madsen some space to go somewhere else. So I think that's just inevitable in, the transfer portal world. Um, and then one other highlight uh, from that Broncos offense is McAllister, number 80 wide receiver, leads the country in uh, yards per catch. I think he was at like 20 yards per catch. The dude just catches every deep ball. Madsen has a great arm on him, which is, I think, what Green is really lacking. Uh, Green can move on the ground, but he cannot throw. He can't hit somebody accurately. So, Keep an eye out for number 80, McAllister, because I think he's got big things in store. Wow, that's huge. Well, as we're staring down the barrel of um, one month left of the uh, of the season for Boise State, Dunk, I mean, we got to take a look at it, but this coming Saturday, November 4th, Boise State plays at Fresno State, which is going to be tough. Um Fresno State is 7-1 and overall, but where Boise State can come into this as a key 
must-win game is we're tied with Fresno State 3-1. and one. And right now we're in third place in the Mountain West. Um, we're tied – well, we're tied for second uh, as far as the conference goes at 3-1 and one with Fresno State. So if we beat Fresno State – um, remind me, does it go mountain versus West or does it go top two for the, uh, mountain West championship? I think it's mountain versus West. So I think we have to be top in the mountain. So, um, yeah, where I'm looking, it doesn't break it up like that, but Fresno state is in the West, I believe. Um, and so Anyway, if we if we beat Fresno State, which is this coming weekend, um, and then Air Force, of course, always our kryptonite. It's the last game of the season, the day after uh, Thanksgiving. Um, I mean, that's our only shot, really, to be able to play for the championship. We have what should be an easy one at home against New, New Mexico. And then away at Utah State, which dunk we went to three years ago, um, almost to the date, which is which is cool. But big one this weekend against Fresno State. This is a must win, um, and we'll see if Air Force can stay undefeated. Um, but that's it with a month left for us. Yeah, good preview there, and um, I'll be at the Air Force game, so I know that's already highly anticipated, even if they don't remain undefeated, but they're definitely having a historic season, and I agree that Fresno State is a must-win coming up. Um, Want to jump back to baseball really quick. I don't know if you can see past your monitors, but uh, I just heard, oh, no, come from the living room, and Mandy said that Texas just broke up a no-hitter and got three hits in a row, and it looks like they're leading 2-0 at the moment. Man, yeah. Just uh, I heard a little bit uh, behind the screen and just took a look, and yeah, looks to be the case. Um, mine might be delayed because I'm streaming instead of cable, <laughs> um, which I've actually found to be the case. But I see 1-0 with runners on the oh, corners. Yeah. Yep, you're right. The guy on third did not make it in. So 1-0 runners on the corners. But the danger is um, no outs. So we'll see what happens in a sec. Yeah, well, um, I think that we'll leave it at that. Um, The Hawks are now in first place in the NFC West. um, But I think we'll dive in more with the NFL next week um, because we want to get back to the seventh inning of the world series. So with that, um, man, good, quick episode 174, but we are excited to be back together and dunk as always. Let's climb the ladder. Let's climb the ladder. Hey everybody. Just wanted to add an update on the end of episode 174. Um, we were recording during game five and we threw a couple, uh, updates in the episode while we were recording. Um, it was zero, zero in the sixth. And then the Rangers were able to tack on one 
and we finished recording before the ninth when, of course, everybody saw that the Rangers went up uh, 3-0 and then 5-0 after that Marcus Simeon two-run bomb to really uh, put a punctuation mark on there. Um, So just wanted to add this note to the end of the episode. Congrats to the 2023 World Series champion, Texas Rangers. A lot of people didn't think it would happen, especially playing against the Astros in the same division and especially having to face the Astros in the playoffs after um, a tough back and forth season. But they held on and they got the job done. Um, Congrats also to uh, notable Bruce Bochy became the sixth manager to win at least four World Series titles. Um, So big for him, but to the Texas Rangers, um, first one in franchise history after 63 seasons. Um, They are World Series champions, and they're bringing a pennant home to Texas. So congrats to them and i feel like i have to do justice and can't just end this episode with congratulating the texas rangers without i mean gotta give some credit to zach gallon he threw i mean arguably the game of his life of his career so far at least um and that's all just gonna be lost and dampened by the rangers winning it especially with the hits that they got in 7-8-9 to really put the punctuation mark on the game. But we have to give some credit to Zach Gallen. He carried the Diamondbacks tonight after not even an awesome uh, playoffs as a whole for him. But he found his groove in Game 5 when his team really needed him. Um, so I just thought we'd go over a couple quick stats because um, as much credit as the Rangers get... They found their bats after quite a while. Zach Gallen kept them uh, silent through seven. He was perfect through five and had a no-hitter going through seven. Um, So just wanted to read some recap of game five of the 2023 World Series. Um, But, man, like I said earlier, um, October wasn't awesome for him. He posted a 5.72 ERA in five starts um, and then just found his groove in game five when his team really needed it. Um, I mean, anybody that watched, you saw his fastball was just working. Um, His curveball just had people shaking. And he just, I mean, one after another, just chopping them down. Um, But... Yeah, to see him, I mean, go through the way that he did and and just stick in there against a good-hitting Texas Rangers team that we had seen in the four games previous. And with just such a strong-hitting Rangers team um, that in the seventh when Corey Seager got up and uh, got that single, I mean, that broke up the no-hitter. But Gallen, up to that point, had just been on fire um, and then, you know, it was unfortunate to see Seawald um, give a couple up in the ninth. Just as a former Mariner and a, a Mariners fan like we are. Um, but have to give the credit where it's due to Zach Gallen on the biggest stage, the biggest game. Um, I mean, he delivered. He went out there and 
carried the team for the Diamondbacks. So if you're an Arizona fan, you have to be happy about that. Um, but I mean, all in all, congrats to the Rangers and, uh, we'll get back to it more on episode 175. Thanks guys.